Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Would you like to improve your physical condition? Build a rad bod. Give a boost to the old self-esteem. Would you like to look better naked? You bet you do. You too could look like the men of RVTV. Call now. 1-800-GET-RIPPED. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy. We both have those rad bods. Rad bods, baby. Uh, had a rad Saturday. Crazy. A weird weird is the, the word I used last night. Yeah. Live at 10. That was after, what, we were there... 14 hours. Yeah, that was a long day. A long day for a lot drawn of different out people. Day. Yeah, drawn out. 515-282-9010 is the number to sound off. The Hawkeyes win the first one-point game in Cyhawk Series history, and it's not over until the Cyclones muff a punt, sealing an 18-17 win for Iowa. Cyhawk Trophy stays in Iowa City for a fifth straight year. Sound off. Let's talk about this game. 515 282 9010. Saturday, we witnessed a celebration of college football in Iowa with three hours of unwanted bonus coverage. Started early morning with ESPN's popular College Game Day. State lobbied hard and then over delivered. Tremendous showcase for Iowa State University. Cyclone fans feel they should have won the big game, but Iowa State was undone by its own mistakes. The more disciplined team won. In fact, Iowa hasn't turned the ball over in this series since 2015. That includes one game with two weather delays. Iowa State had two guys collide during a crunch time punt return. Head coach Matt Campbell knows how much all Cyclones wanted this one but he stays on message. The reality of it, I probably would have had the same disappointment if the scoreboard looked any different. If we would have won the game, I, there would have, I would have had the same feeling that I have today that we lost the game. Come on, come on. That's too much. Even for the most even-keeled coach in college football, too much. Of course winning would feel different. He's not a robot. Campbell has raised the standard of Iowa State football and brought national relevance. But 0-4 against Iowa is a black mark on his record. He's 0 for the Hawks. Kirk Ferentz started the same way against Iowa State. He's now won five straight. 
In 2002, when Ferentz lost his fourth in a row to ISU, the Hawkeyes won a Big Ten championship and played in the Orange Bowl. Iowa State can still reach its main goal, but it's also okay to admit this one hurts. Yeah, it does. Just ask any Iowa State fan. All right, make no mistake, the Cyhawk rivalry is alive as it's ever been. It takes two good teams to make a rivalry, and that's what we have. And for those fans that still think this game doesn't mean anything, please stop with the nonsense. I witnessed so much raw emotion from the Iowa players when they grabbed that trophy. This game is huge for both schools. Had Iowa State won, the celebration would have been on another level. I'm all for it. Iowa State was good enough to win. In fact, many say they should have won, but they didn't. Penalties, subpar on third down, and a massive special teams blunder let the Hawkeyes take the trophy back to Iowa City. Brock Purdy was really good, but he had one big mistake, the fumble in Iowa territory. That hurt, likely points. I think the running game is going to be a hodgepodge all season for the Cyclones. Kanae Wangu showed flashes, but it looks to be a revolving door of running back by committee. Defense, top two in the Big 12. Book it. The Hawkeyes did not play their best football and still found a way to win. Iowa was missing four defensive backs, a starting defensive tackle, and a starting offensive tackle. Next man in was shaky at times, but they didn't break. Nate Stanley played well. Not perfect, but solid. The throw to Amir Smith-Marset on third and 22 in the third quarter is one of the better throws you'll see a college quarterback make. Laser on a line over a linebacker in between two defenders. Now he just needs to connect more of the easier throws. The defensive line has to find a way to get more pressure. A.J. Epinesa is getting double teamed a lot, but through three games, the D-line has two sacks. And a tip of the cap to kicker Keith Duncan. Duncan was a true freshman hero three years ago when he kicked the game winner against Michigan. He lost the job for two years, didn't quit. Now he's eight for eight on field goals this season. For the fifth straight year, Iowa is the better team. That streak will end at some point, but for 2019, give credit to the Hawkeyes. No turnovers, they hung around and made the big plays when needed. We sounded off, now it's your chance, uh, your turn as well. We'll start with uh, our man Les in Ames. Uh, Les had predicted a shutout. 28-zip, I think, yeah. 28-0, that did not happen. Les, uh, what did you think of the game? Man, I tell you what, guys, I- I'm still in my feelings a little bit, like you guys said earlier, but I got three points for you guys. First of all, it was a great environment. Ames, Iowa was absolutely in- an incredible place to be for college game day. Number two, Iowa fans, you're not happy that you won. You're happy that you didn't lose. <laughs> because if we make that, because if Iowa State gets that ball and it has a minute and 29 seconds, the way we're moving the ball productively, it's scary. And yeah, last but I, not least. I, I think, oh, I'm sorry, Les, go ahead, finish. I was just going to say, I, I do yeah. think most Hawkeye fans feel like mm-hmm. Iowa State could have moved the ball down the field because. Brock Purdy looks like the real deal. I mean, he's he's a good quarterback getting better. Yeah, yeah, and you know that 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 brings it to my last point. Is we got to see Iowa State offense on their full effect, their full force, running their best stuff, trick plays, double passes, which which for me looks very promising when it comes time uh, when it comes time to contend for the Big Twelve championship. In all honesty, guys. 
Thank you, Les. It was good to see you. And I, I will say, I think one thing that Cyclone fans need to be cautious about a little bit is we saw all this great passing from Purdy, but it still only led to 17 points. They got to find a way they to gotta be finish. more consistent and finish more. The two big plays were great, but in between that, you got to move down the field more. You got to get the running game going. Mm -hmm. You got to get in the end zone, get in, get in field goal range more. Because I think they got the ball inside Iowa's 40 a lot, but then stalled out. You know, a lot of yards, but stalled out. Yeah, uh, statistically, Brock Purdy was was better than yeah, he was great. Nate Stanley, and he was he was really good at times. But uh, Stanley did deliver in some big moments. He did make some big and throws. And Iowa State failed to finish some yep. drives, and that that's one of the differences in the game. Keith is in Ames. Keith, Cyhawk thoughts. You know, it was a real, real sad day. I ripped my favorite shorts. Um, don't remember anything past about 11 a.m. It was sad. Well, that well, made me sad uh, just past hearing Past 11 a.m., so, man, he geez. didn't even get to see the rain delays or anything. Or he doesn't remember it. Yeah, jeez, I don't think, now that, that, I don't think he remembers it. Uh, time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny Ref Judges, send your lookalikes to soundoffatwhotv.com. Bruce in Beaverdale says Hawkeye running back Makai Sargent looks like a young Mike Tyson. Tiny mm. Ref? I can see a little bit there, can't you? I can see a little bit. Young Mike Tyson, yeah, I can see that. Brian at Cooney says ISU lineman Josh Kniffel looks like Mighty Ducks actor Eldon Hansen. All now, he's now grown up. Tiny Ref? Yeah, you put that little beanie hat on Kniffel, that could be a dead ringer. I think that is Kniffel on the right. <laughs> or that's Eldon Hansen playing for the Cyclones. That's pretty good right there. Wow. Uh, we have much more big game coverage coming up. Your chance to sound off next. 515-282-9010. Another game of knockout, one has to go. Cyhawk Week rivalry. One must go, is it college game day? Huge crowd. The game itself? 18-17, first one point game in series history. RVTV, that can't be RVTV. None of this other stuff happens without RVTV. Uh, that's right, most important part of the whole rivalry week. Or is it tailgating and pregame parties? Does, does anyone actually enjoy partying, John? RVTV people, maybe, no one else. Vote on Twitter at SoundOff13. There you go. Let's see how that goes. Uh, Gary is in Des Moines with thoughts on the Iowa-Iowa State game. Gary, what did you think? I thought that was a good game. Uh, fantastic for the fans. Uh, long game. But Strange game. I thought so. I uh, was just, just looking to deal. My cousin Bobby was the co-creator of that Cyhawk trophy a long time ago. Yeah. 
they originated that with Jim Duncan and Brian Conley over at Dart Games, of all things. Uh, Cousin Bobby would not, Bobby Updraft would not have been happy about the results because he was a big Cyclone fan. Well, thank you for the call. We uh, we know all about this because we just watched Birth of the Cyhawk, the documentary. Very cool documentary. We watched it in Polk City. Ben Godar, the filmmaker, it was very good. Got a standing ovation at the end. Uh, Marty is in West Des Moines with more on Iowa, Iowa State. Marty? Yes, i got to ask the, you guys a question and get your thoughts. If Iowa would have had their full complement of the uh, first-string defensive backs, you think there might have been like less penalty yards on the Hawks and uh, uh, you know less yards gained for the the Cyclones? I'll hang up and listen to your uh, replay. I, Iowa was definitely playing very loose with their defensive backs. Now they had DJ Johnson in there, really young guy. I think he was making his first start in for Matt Hankins. Hankins is more of a veteran, so when you're down four DBs, I mean, at one point Geno Stone got. Uh, tweaked a, maybe pulled a little something. He, he, he was out, not out long, but they were about to bring in two walk-on safeties mm. at one point. Stone came back, but man, when you're missing four DBs, that does a lot to your secondary. There actually were not a lot of penalties in this game. Just for Iowa State, they came at really poor times. And it's hard to say, is it, you know, is it a game of, of runs or tempo changes, uh, momentum changes? It looked like the Cyclones maybe had Iowa in a tough spot they might not came, come back from when they were driving, and then Brock Purdy fumbled. Mm -hmm. Iowa State could go up 14-3 at that. Instead, Iowa recovers the ball, goes down, gets a field goal at 7-6, uh, instead of a potential of 14-3, but that's football. Back with some of our favorite RVTV photos, plus live calls. You can still sound off at 515-282-9010. Pretty good. It's, it's RVTV week. There you go. Grab the life jacket. Twitter is at SoundOff13. Facebook is SoundOff Nation. Quinn writes about the game. Iowa State is going to be very good this year. This loss means nothing for them going forward. Iowa didn't play well at all and still got the win. The sky might be the limit for them. Nate Stanley has improved tenfold. Brock Purdy is going to rip up the Big 12. Wouldn't say the loss means nothing, but they still have a lot to go right, for for right. the Big 12. Adam writes, hate losing, hate losing to the Hawks, but if we are going to lose, I'd rather lose because of fixable mistakes than a talent gap. Mistakes can be fixed, talent can't. Matt Campbell needs to figure out how to not start the season so slow. It was a good game. ISU shot itself in the foot a lot. There seemed to be a lot of no calls on both sides the whole game until the end. Who's in your five? It is uh, RVTV photos, some candids. Number five, selfie with Humboldt High School. That wasn't easy. Uh, try to find me in this shot. See me? I already gave up. I don't have time, John. Number four in Polk City, a pewter family reunion. This is perfect. <laughs> That's great. Perfect. I also thought Iowa Corn CEO Craig Floss came off well on college game day, having fun with the pewter family. Witness protection in Nebraska, he said. That's smart. Uh, number three. That's a tough football team oh, at, yeah. at, at North Polk. Uh, look at look how big Ed is. He's really big in this one. You, you pushing your bicep yeah, up there? Yep, yep. That's a veteran move. But again, look how big Ed is. And, and Ed looks more like Biff Tannen every year. Well, he's got the sports almanac. Uh, number two, Ellsworth. 
you and Andy where you belong. You should have arrested Freund for running a 5K with a camera in Ellsworth. <laughs> Number one, the Ellsworth Hawks. Look at that squad. Including one guy with a beard. Again, Ed is Biff Tannen. And who else joined us in that picture? Make like a tree and get out of here. Who, look, who else is in the picture with us? Is that, is that Larry Bird? <laughs> He's on the Hawks, too? Oh, you got a good eye. I didn't even notice Larry Bird. I wonder who that yeah. guy was. Right. Right, looks Dale. like us, though. Dale, uh, <laughs> with some thoughts on the Cyhawk game. Dale? Yeah, I was just, uh, I've been a big Kirk Ferentz guy over the years, but I got to say, I was kind of wondering some things about when he went for that field goal when they were inside the Iowa State 10, and then killing the clock at the end of the first half. Uh, going for the field goal then. Uh, you know, I know he ended up winning the game, and I've been hearing a bunch of stuff today about how he's so steady and knows what he needs to do. But what happens if Iowa State happens to get another field goal? Uh, what are they saying about him today? Different things. Yeah, real, yeah. real yeah. quick on that. Time management, constant criticism. I don't mind taking the points inside the 10 on the road, get on the board, get your three points. At the end of the first half, I had the feeling that they're going for a field goal no matter what. Now, I would have liked them to try to maybe take a couple shots to the end zone, but I think at that point, Ferentz is thinking we're getting three no matter what. The thing I had a problem with with the time was at the end of the game, Nate Stanley throwing a pass on third down with about a minute 25 left and the receiver catching it and running out of bounds, stopping the clock. Stanley needs to eat it run the ball, slide, take 30 more seconds off the clock. I think the clock management at the end of the game was worse than the one at the end of the first half. Julie is in Des Moines. Julie? Yeah. Go ahead, Julie. Well, I'm a University of Iowa grad. My husband is a University of Kansas grad. And all we hear out of Ames is wine, wine, wine. In fact, we have a nickname for them, the Cryclones. Thank you, Julie. Got I, don't, it. I don't know if you wanted me to yeah, add to it, but yeah. I, your statement has been heard. Over, under. All right, overrated, okay. underrated. All right, first of all, overrated. Okay. Bloody Mary drinks. Uh, underrated hot coffee. Okay, now hold up. This seems a little personal. Did you have trouble getting coffee before the game or what? Uh, coincidentally, yes, John, I did. We had none in the Plaza RV where we slept. Okay. And then I went around to the tailgate. No one had any? No, I was offered many Bloody Marys, which I appreciate, but I needed Java. I needed the coffee. I did I, I did find a tailgate that had I'm coffee. I'm guessing you were likely offered other beverages as well, not just Bloody Marys. Bro, oh, man, <laughs> I needed that coffee. More Sound Off Live right after this.
On the RVTV 20th anniversary, or whatever number it is, Murph, thought we'd get some of your thoughts. Let's do it. All right, Polk City. First arrival on boat, and I love this crew, Boda Brothers. Love it. Also, behind the scenes, some really random moments like Hawkeye Elvis with coffee and side <laughs> drinking water. But not out of the bird bath. No. Then after multiple severe storms, the party continues. Former wrestling national champion Nick Ackerman holding handles of <laughs> fireball in the strongest fan contest. Uh, Nick's a great guy, did not win third place. Silver medal, Nick. And we all won with more cowbell. Cowbell. Yeah, lightning, I don't think this video thunderstorms, was, was put you know, nothing in. can yeah, stop the Polk City party. That. We were dancing. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll keep moving here. Uh, Rockwell City had a perfect setup and reverence for 9-11. You looked so miserable high above in the fire truck bucket. Why do it? Well, facing my fears, John. Not, not making the progress I hoped, though. Man, I was, I was nervous. If there. Ed needs a second career, bartender? Yeah, everyone wants Ed to 10 bar. Uh, Hall of Fame Town Humboldt gave me a chance to see my kid Cade for the first time since he went to college. That's Cade on the right. Uh, who's that in the middle? Looks like a celebrity of sorts. RVTV fan. Okay. Of course, the guy in neutral colors yeah. in Ames. A behind the scenes shot, Andy voicing a story and going for the best audio quality possible inside an RV. Look at him. Yeah, no studio, so you just do what you have to do. Shout out to Big Sam. He did a little bit of everything. Uh, a utility MVP. And finally, Murph, sorry we could not get word to you. The live shot was canceled. <laughs> Lightning was not safe. Oh, that was a low point of a great week. Maybe you look a little uh, wet. Yeah, maybe low point of my life there. All right, let's quickly uh, take some more calls here. Knockout. Oh, knockout. Knock out. Sorry. One had to go. Obvious voter fraud. How else to explain RVTV yeah, finishes voter behind fraud. these squatters from ESPN or partying? Like, who likes to party? And the game itself. Come, Come on. It's, it's not us. silly. Uh, all right, back to the, uh, the live calls here. Vicki is in Des Moines. Hi, Vicki. Hi there. Keith, you're number one. And oh, I'm born and raised in St. Louis, so we tell Andy... You're, you're number one, too. I wanted to say Iowa State came out proud. They fought hard. Iowa came out proud. They fought hard. I say I'm Iowa proud. I just, they all, they just did a beautiful job. They worked hard. That's going to have to be the We're one. We're all we proud. We all fought hard. We got to go. Oh, boy. Cyclone power. Cyclone power. <laughs> Looks like oh it's a Hawkeye State. One minute. Wow. That was timely. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Hawkeyes win the game. That's five in a row. Iowa takes home the Cy Hawk Trophy for a fifth straight season. Big thanks to Bridget, Marcy, Teresa, and Cassie of Polk City, Ellsworth, Rockwell City, and Humboldt. An awesome time on RVTV, and there are the Hawkeyes taking home that Cy Hawk Trophy again. Until next year, we'll do it again for RVTV.